Hey guys, this is Courtney from the Astro Biz Podcast, where we talk about business, astrology, spirituality, and all things woo. Each week, I interview incredible business owners, give you guys astrological updates that are channeled from the heavens, and I also give you guys insights about anything you need to know about spirituality topics. Please don't forget to leave a review if you like these episodes. You guys can always find me under Willow's Bloom on Instagram, YouTube, and on willowsbloom.com. I hope you enjoy this episode. Hey guys, this is Courtney from Willow's Bloom, and today I wanted to talk to you guys about transformations, specifically transformations that occur within the astrology chart. So first I wanted to start off by saying what a transformation is. There are really three distinct steps and I got these from a book that I'm currently reading about some different asteroid goddesses within astrology. So the very first step is the inner emotional compression. And if you imagine a coil being pushed down, this is how the author described it. This is essentially what's happening to our emotions and our internal energy. It's being compressed. And at this point, we start to go inward, deeply inward, because we are starting to hit rock bottom. And we are beginning to feel a deep loss or pain around whatever is going on in our lives. And that emotion has to go somewhere. It can't stay there forever. And so what typically happens is step two, disillusion. And then this is where part of your life shatters so that this inner emotional energy can then be released through the cracks of what has been shattered. So this can result in loss. This could be the breakup, the move, the death, whatever you experience, you're just realizing and fully comprehending or accepting whatever loss there is in your life. Then there is a renewal period. This is when the energy has already been released through the cracks of your life and now this energy is free-floating and it can be used to regenerate new life and new things. However, something that the author didn't mention, which I think is so important, is this process of being in the in-between. Because before you can renew, the energy has to figure out where it's going. There is a moment or a long moment in our lives where we have our life energy swirling around without a direction, without a specific place in which to put this energy to manifest and regenerate something new. And this is a very uncomfortable thing for humans because it is uncertainty. And that I feel like is what most of 2020 is, is a deep transformation for us On a collective and on a soul level on this planet, we are shifting energies. And so a lot is happening. A lot is taking place. There is a lot of inner emotional compression, which very much happened when we are all being told to stay home. And then the disillusion, which I think is currently taking place of, you know, what life used to be like is now shattered. And then I believe in 2021, we're going to begin the process of renewal as that energy leaves the cracks of what was and is then going to be eventually directed towards something new. So yeah, this is an uncomfortable part of the process when we're in that in-between. I don't think that we're necessarily there yet. I think we're in the dissolution phase of this. So that is how transformation is currently looking for us on a collective level. But now I want to talk about what it looks like 
in an astrology chart. So we all experience deep transformation in our lives, and this is always indicated by planetary movements. There are some that are so potent that all astrologers talk about them. So for example, one of the biggest ones is the Saturn return. The Saturn return happens at around 29 years old, 29 and a half, and then it happens again at 59, and then again in your 80s. And the whole period of the Saturn return is most felt for about a month. Unless it does a retrograde, which means that the planet appears to move backwards in the sky, if this is the case, then what really is happening is that you're going to actually be spending like 10 months experiencing this energy, although it will be less intense because it's over a longer period of time. So what a Saturn return is, basically Saturn is returning to where it was located in your chart when you were born. So wherever it is in the sky now, it could be really far from where he was or right next to it, depending on how old you are. And so at 29 and a half years old, Saturn will come back to where it was when you were born. And then for about a month, you will feel this intensity of the return. I personally believe that you feel it for more than a month. I think it's a slow build. However, I think that month, it feels like, whoa, (laughs) I need to do something now to alleviate this discomfort. And so what Saturn does is he brings about transformation for us by putting an immense pressure. And I think about Saturn like a pressure cooker. And at some point, you have to release the valve and all the steam comes out. And that's pretty much what's happening at your Saturn return. You have a purpose and a reason for incarnating in this lifetime. And Saturn wants you to be diligent about living out that purpose. It wants you to use this time wisely on earth. And so what it does is it slowly gives us our dreams over our lifetime And it builds the pressure slowly over time until our Saturn return. When we feel like, oh my gosh, I need to materialize and actualize this dream. And then you have to release the pressure valve during your Saturn return. And so this looks different for everyone. For some people, it means finding your right career path. If you've been living in total misalignment, then your Saturn return is going to hit you in the head like a 50-pound book. Because what Saturn does is it puts us towards our purpose, our reason for being here. And so if you haven't been on that purpose, on that path, for the 29 years up to this point in time, you have so much more pressure to release. But if you can kind of imagine it like, you are taking one step at a time, slowly moving down the path. When you do release the pressure, you only have a little bit because you've been releasing a little bit all along. So if you weren't on your path, you will notice that around 30 years old, you will experience huge life shifts. And I've spoken to a lot of people who've had their Saturn return and things totally changed for them. They moved, they changed careers, they ended relationships A good friend of mine was dating someone for 10 years and I always knew that that was not her person. But it took to her Saturn return at 30 years old for that realization to kick in and to end a 10-year relationship. And so Saturn is basically rewarding you for putting in your hard work up until that point in time. 
And if you're not putting in the work or if you're on the wrong path, you don't get the reward. You get a kick in the butt because that's just how life is. So if you haven't been putting in the work at all, if you've been lazy, well, then this is going to be a time where you feel disappointed, where you feel like you're not where you want to be in life. And we might all get a little bit of that feeling around our Saturn return just because there's something that we can always be doing better. But it's going to feel a lot worse if you haven't been on track, if you haven't been putting in the effort and dedicating yourself to things that are really important to you. But if you have been, this is actually when you can start to see things come to fruition for you. You might get that raise. You might be able to buy that house. You might find that partner. And it's going to feel like a a liberating and maturing moment in time. So it's all liberating. It might not feel that way. I think Saturn feels quite heavy. And whenever something's heavy, it doesn't feel liberating necessarily. But the ultimate goal of the transformation of Saturn is to liberate us. The ultimate goal of any transformation is to liberate us, to be more freely and more authentically ourselves, right? So the Saturn return period, it might not always feel good. But then when we come out on the other side of it, you're going to be way more yourself and it's funny because actually my mother when she was having her Saturn return it was right around that time that her and my father separated and she had my brother and me two little babies I can't imagine how challenging that would have been for her but Saturn told her that this is not the right partner for her and so Saturn takes it away and puts you right back on your path. And so it's so important to use your intuition and check in to make sure that you're living in alignment with your purpose as much as you can, because otherwise it's going to be a way more uncomfortable process. There are so many other transformations besides the Saturn return. There is Pluto aspects and transits as well. So everyone will experience Pluto in their chart very differently from one another. And where it's transiting, what it's touching, it's going to be different. So everyone experiences multiple Saturn returns. That is a collective experience. But not everyone feels the same Pluto transits. Because Pluto is so slow moving, it's so far away from us, it takes 248 years to move all the way around your chart back to where it was when you were born. And so because it takes almost 250 years, you obviously don't get to have every experience of Pluto in your life. So certain people will have certain experiences. And I am personally going to go through a Pluto conjunct my moon in June. So what does that mean when Pluto is passing over your moon? Well, this is a very intense experience and I've read a lot about it online and to be honest, I am nervous anticipating this. (laughs) So wish me luck. Pluto is the god of the underworld. He destroys things and oftentimes Pluto can show where someone is going to die in a chart, like a family member where we'll experience death. And that death leads to transformation of our soul on a really deep level. And in evolutionary astrology, Pluto actually represents the soul. And so whatever Pluto does, the transformation that Pluto brings for us, 
definitely brings us back to the essence of our soul and the evolution of our soul, trying to progress us further along to what we are meant to experience. However, Pluto doesn't do this in a comfortable way by any means because Pluto is a planet of death. And so to bring us back to our soul, kind of like Saturn matures us and makes us more like an adult, well, Pluto makes us more in line with our higher selves and who we intended to incarnate to be. And so he does this by destroying the things in our life that we hold on to for safety and security and comfort. Because what do we do as humans? We crave comfort. But that is not what our soul craves. Our soul has a deep desire for transformation. Our soul wants to evolve. Our soul wants to challenge ourselves. And so Pluto helps us do that by removing the things that we hold on to, that we identify with. You have that partner and are you super comfortable with them and you don't know who you'd be without them? Well, Pluto could take that away. Your job, your money, your family. It's a very intense experience and it depends on the aspect that Pluto makes and to what planet. So this is really going to be a very personal experience for people. So the upcoming transit that I'm going to experience over my 28th birthday in June is, like I said, Pluto conjunct my moon. So Pluto is going to be moving over my moon, which is the planet of my emotions, my family, my sense of security. So this is a really major transit. I think this is probably the hardest or one of the hardest transits in astrology because your moon is who you are on the inside and Pluto is the planet of death and destruction. And so having Pluto move over this part of you, this core essence of who you are, is transforming you from the inside out. So it's going to basically take anything away that you've become way too reliant on in order for you to find an emotional foundation rooted within yourself. So, so much can undergo a deep transformation, family, support, comfort. I've heard of people losing their home, losing their job, losing their parents. But it doesn't have to be that way. You can have a deep inner emotional transformation by becoming a new person, by adding a new thing. You could get married you could have a child when you never thought you would have a child. You could get sudden psychic abilities. Because Pluto, being the god of the underworld, is very much in tune with the spirit world. He rules over our soul. And so going over our moon, it's like we're getting this flash of insight and intuitive abilities through this transit as well. The moon also rules over our public recognition. So Pluto moving here could transform the way you are recognized in public and make you famous. It could be you running for office. Pluto also represents manipulation. It could be somebody trying to go after you, power dynamics, struggles with power and manipulation. 
There are so many different ways that this can manifest, but it always results in a deep, deep, deep soul level transformation. You don't become famous. You don't lose your family. You don't have a child without having a deep transformation in that process. And then, of course, there are other transformations that can occur. For example, Uranus. Uranus making an aspect to a personal planet. Uranus is known as the liberator. And so making an aspect to a personal planet, it can cause us to feel restless, dissatisfied with our current way of living, our current way of being, unfulfilled. And it can cause us to have rapid change, disruption, and to speed things up in a certain area of our life. So for example, Uranus transiting to your sun, this could have a change radically overnight to your personality. Over your moon, this could change your public persona or your emotions. Over Mercury, it could change the way that you show up in the world, the way that you think and communicate with the world. So Uranus is basically giving us this jolt of energy into an area of our life to again align us more with who we're meant to be. And I like to think of Uranus as a bomb and like a, like a grenade. You just pull the top of the grenade. I don't know what that thing is, guys. I have no idea what that's called. You pull the top of the grenade and you throw it into a certain area of your life and you blow it up. And that's why I tell people wherever Uranus is in your chart is where you are meant to be revolutionary and change things for people, for the world, for yourself, where you're meant to be different and lead us more towards the path of humanity's evolution, which is very much Aquarius energy, which rules over Uranus. So whenever we're having a major transit or major aspect happening with Uranus, we can undergo transformation like that. And it might feel like a shock because it's so quick. Pluto and Saturn move much slower. They're slower energies. And while they can be quite painful, they're less shocking typically. Unless it's, you know, death. <laughs> That's always shocking. So on top of this, we have major transformations occur for us when we have a slow outer planet. So we have the personal planets, Mercury, Mars, the sun, the moon, these kinds of planets that represents aspects of what it means to be a human, to be us. Then we have social planets like Saturn and Jupiter. And then we have outer planets, the collective planets, the soul level planets like Pluto, like Uranus, Neptune. Saturn and Jupiter are social planets, but they're also outer planets. They're not super close to us. And so the outer planets, the slower moving ones, make a huge impact on us when they transit certain personal planets. They also make a big impact on us when they transit into a new house. And this will depend on your personal chart when this takes place. Because everyone's houses are different sizes if you use the same like type of astrology that I do. 
which is the placidus system. But that's, that's another story. So if a slow planet transits into a new house, it's going to bring that energy with it. And the houses and the planets, they transition. So it's not like one day to the next, you have a totally new life and experience. You will probably feel that buildup of energy unless it's Uranus, of course. That comes out of nowhere. But you'll probably feel that buildup of energy, but things definitely will make a larger shift when a planet, a slow outer planet, is moving over the cusp of a house. The cusp is the very beginning of a house, the very beginning degrees of that house. And so that area of your life will be totally transformed when a planet moves over it. So that's why when I'm doing business astrology readings and I see people having a transit over their midheaven, which is the 10th house cusp, the house of your career, I know that whatever is happening for them right now is a big faded moment in their life. They are meant to be pursuing that business, that career. So the midheaven, the 10th house cusp, and the 4th house cusp, the house of your home and family, that makes like a up and down line, a vertical line in the chart. These are very important parts. So when we have a outer planet transiting these, they're very core to who we are as people. And so these are going to have some of the biggest impacts on us in our lives. Our career and our home and family, I mean, that makes up a huge part of who we are. The other two points of the chart, the other two house cusps that are super important are the descendant and the ascendant. The ascendant is the cusp of the first house and the first house represents your identity. So we undergo deep personal transformation in how we show up in the world in our identity when we have an outer planet transiting over that line, over the ascendant. The descendant is opposite of that. The seventh house cusp is relationships. And so when we have a slow planet going over that, you can expect marriage, divorce, new business relationships, contracts, huge major changes in that area of your life. And planets are going to be especially important when they move over the ascendant from the 12th house. And let me illustrate this for you. So the very first house is the house of your identity. And then as you move along the wheel all the way to the 12th house, you begin to add layers and layers of your personality onto it. Your personality, the things that you own, your family, people who you associate with. You begin to add these different layers until you get a complex life. So you start off just being born, just who you are and the basics of your personality. And then the second house is you start to add your resources, your things, your values. The third house is your community, your conscious mind, your early childhood education. And you begin to add layers and layers. And then by the time you get to the 12th house, it dissolves. That deep personality that's been so ingrained in you dissolves into a collective consciousness, spirituality, the hidden and unseen, the subconscious mind, the intangible in life. So you start off being born and then you die in the 12th house. And so when a planet has gone all the way around, 
or who knows where it's, it, it depends on the planet, who knows where it started, but if it's gone all the way around or if it's gone a few houses and it moves through the 12th house, it is dying. The energy of the planet is dying. It moves inward. It's transformed. And then as it reemerges into the first house of your identity, it's reborn. And you have a new relationship to that planet. And that planet changes you. And then another deep transformation has occurred. So I just think that this is such a fascinating topic. I felt really inspired to talk to you guys about this for really no particular reason, <laughs> but just because I read that book and I felt like I am in the process of a transformation myself. I feel like I am in a contraction period where I don't know what's going on. My life is contracting and I don't know what the next step is. I don't know when the baby is going to be born. I'm in the in-between and I feel like I've been here for a little while. And so I thought I would make this episode to listen back to for myself. And then also for you guys, if you're going through a contraction, a disillusion, the in-between, whatever it is, it's so important to understand that there's always a renewal happening. This is just a phase. This is just a moment. And if you ever go through a difficult transit, either in the collective, which we're all experiencing in 2020, or personally in your chart, just know that it's all for a purpose to align you more with your higher self. And there will be more happiness and more beautiful things to come in your life once this transformation is complete. So thank you guys so much for joining and I can't wait to see you next week. Thank you guys so much for staying tuned to that episode. I really hope that you enjoyed it. And if you did, please leave a review on iTunes or wherever you're listening to this. Also, don't forget to check out willowsbloom.com to book an astrology reading or to join my business astrology course. I can't wait to see you guys there. Have a great one. Bye.